life is like a box of chocolates, hidden chef bird. Ladle spoons, wooden spoons, it's a chef blur. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Chef tails, woohoo. Kitchens can be scary. You could slip on some dairy. Who look thick with Mary Berry. Chef tails, woohoo. These are genuine real tales. None of them include a Gareth Bale. They are ooh, chef tales, woohoo. Every day he's making real chef tales, woohoo. Hello and welcome to the Chef Tales podcast. I'm your host, Manny Boy, Bombhead, MJPJ, Matthew John, Philip Jones, the last episode of the series. Fuck me, and what a week I've had. You heard in the last one how pissed off I was, and I'm, well, I'm a bit embarrassed in regards to that, but then you know what? With what's gone on, which is, which is basically last week, which has included a lot of blood, a ton of sweat, and a whole lot of tears. A bit like my intro for this whole podcast. So many, many emotions this week. From having a meeting with Mr. Wanks, his name rhymes with Wanks. So I felt I had to change it to that. I tell people that, by the way, with the sound of <coughs> Mr. Wanks as well. Him also telling me this. Can the, the caterers uh, make themselves look a bit smarter? Now, I don't know what that means. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not here really that often seeing it. Sure. But some people have, I don't know what image they've got in their head. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they, they think you're not smart enough. Okay. I did record a meeting. I know that it was naughty, but I don't give a monkeys. As soon as he said that, I thought, wow. Now they're telling us how they want us to look, how to dress. And I have a pretty good idea of where it came from, too. And I called him out on that. I'm think, I'm thinking that I'm a bomb waiting to go off. Unleash the bomb head within. The things not being communicated properly. If a boxer just keeps getting hit and hit, if, and he has no defence, eventually he's going to go down or get knocked out. Either way. Get knocked the fuck out. Instead, I broke down in front of my wife and kids. I've kept it in for so long, but I'm too fucking proud. Of the, too fucking proud. And of course, my goddamn pride gets in the way. But I couldn't keep it together anymore. Flush out the negativity. Don't talk about it. Don't mention any of the cunts' names. Nothing is affecting the home life. And those are all red flags. We had two functions there. One being sandwiches for seven. Okay, no biggie. You know, fucking a monkey could do that. But okay, it's not a function. But still, something to get ready. And a two-course meal. 
for new sponsors at the club. For five people. Now that's all good in the hood when you're given that information. But when it's for the wrong day and the sponsors were told to order from the menu, even though I've been told this is what they're having, well, that just makes me look bad. And that's that's what happened. Whilst I was at an outside function, the one where the um, oven, where my oven blew up on me, <laughs> um, I went bang and hob. I had a phone call from the uh, from the club asking if I had made the sandwiches, or asking where they were in the fridge for the function. I said no because they were for the fo- they are for the following day. So, basically, I had to call the missus because I was doing that function by myself and tell her those sandwiches were for that day instead of the following day. So she had to rush back and make sandwiches, get the kids in the car and make some sandwiches. The next one, when when you've made lasagna, something specifically for an event, Serve it up. Get your mother to serve it up to them, to the uh, to the sponsors. And then she comes back in the kitchen and says, Matt, they they said they haven't ordered yet. And that's why they're having, you know, they're, they're looking at the menu. I thought she's winding me up. But no. There had been no communication from the club to say that they had already sorted out two-course meal for them. Is somebody trying to stitch me up? I said, um, when I was in my kitchen. I was pretty calm considering what had just happened. A couple of them did order, did have the lasagna, and the other three chose off the menu. Not a good impression, though, to make of your sponsors now, is it? Nothing was actually mentioned in regards to who made up the cock. Who made up the cock? Who the cock-up was made by? <laughs> I started my seven, my first seven-day week at the club this week. Oh, sorry, last week. Well, technically, it wasn't seven days, as we had a wedding on the Saturday. Again, I'd just like to reiter- again, I would just like to reiterate that it made no sense for us to start seven days now because also after the following week, we are away on holiday for four days. More about the wedding on a Saturday later on. So, after that meeting with Mr Wanks, going through bits, Wanks wanted me to give him specials a week in advance. Not really specials specials then, is it? If it's a week in advance, ahead really. And being told to look smarter. Wanks, I'm sorry, Mr Wanks, ordered food with me on the Wednesday for himself. I nearly fell over because he only usually spends £1.20 on a fucking tight cunt and that is on a pot of tea. I fancy a sausage sandwich today as I've had no breakfast. Okay. No chutney? No chutney. Because um, he had a... Uh, and he did have food of us when we do sandwiches when we when we weren't there for seven days and we put them in the fridges 
and he had a sausage and chutney sandwich. And he basically said it was bleh to our faces. Again, um, subtlety, or being subtle, isn't um, his forte. So, that's why I asked about no chutney, because obviously it was bleh, or the sandwich was bleh. So, whilst making teas and coffees, because their coffee machine is, is, is well, is wank, just like him. So I had to make the coffees in the kitchen. I knocked out Wanks' sandwich, literally. Ten minutes later, after I'd cleared his plate, which literally just had the crust on it. Fast forward a few hours later, and I receive an email complaining about his sandwich. The bread was dry and the sausage was cold. If it was my first time eating here, I wouldn't be coming back. I thought, you can stick that sausage sandwich right up your tight little ass, you little fuck. It's only your second time eating here anyway in 14 weeks. The customer is always right, Matt. No. No. The customer can always think that they're always right. But they're not. It should be. <laughs> the bread was fresh that day. Literally came from my baker's that day. I think six other guys had sandwiches and they had sausage sandwiches and everybody loved it but this little prick it didn't he didn't enjoy it the sausage was hot I don't need to really even fucking explain myself but anyway I can't help it if the guy is 70 odd and it takes an age to eat a fucking sandwich it's not going to stay hot for fucking ever after that shit after that other shit that I had heard at the beginning of the week in regards to <clears throat> in regards to the like I say being smarter and there was just negative little digs another dig another dig another dig that just sent me over the edge from the other stuff from from previous from the previous um podcast basically because of how pissed off I was everything had literally got to me I had heard just about enough of negative bollocks from a small minority of people I said and so then that's when I broke down in front of my wife and kids I can't go back working for someone else. I said, I can't. I just can't. I had spoken to the manager just after I'd, I'd um, read that shitty email from Wanks. And just prior to getting in the in the, my missus' car, he has noticed the change in me, the tone in my voice, etc. He assured me that he's very happy with our services and the majority, the vast majority are, it's a very small amount who have a say that they're not happy with certain things with the club, our services, I suppose, etc. The following morning, oh, and he also said, oh yeah, sorry, the following morning, ping, my phone goes off. And I've received an email from Mr. Wanks. What fucking now? I think I said, it read that basically the committee have had a meeting. They are split on whether we can offer the services to the club or not. I am backing you, though. Major changes need to be made on your part. On our part. And he'll send over what those changes are. Fuck you, you little cunt. We're done at this, at this place. Or words to that effect came out of my mouth to Charlotte. She agreed. And so we got dressed... We went 
to the club and resigned within half an hour. The manager wasn't surprised in the slightest with our decision. <clears throat> we told him what the email has said. And he told me that it was just one person from that committee that basically isn't happy with us. Their own captain. And like I said earlier, that Mr Wanks was actually backing us. Funny how he doesn't actually show it in person when he's, or when he is actually talking to us. But this, this captain, obviously, was trying to side people, you know, to get his way of thinking. As we haven't actually got a contract, we are we are now every right to just go now. Shart said, "Yeah, of course you are." The manager said, "Right, well, we'll work up until our wedding anniversary, which is basically a week's notice." Oh, and Matt's not coming on Sunday, she said. That's fine. Will you be doing the quiz night and president's night at the club? Our quiz night is for this week. And president's night is late September. No, we will not. Sorry, mate, but no. How'd you like them apples, Captain? I made a quick song in regards to the quiz night, which is basically they were going to have fish and chips... Me doing the fish and chips for 60-odd. This is when, obviously, the fryer blew up on me. And I couldn't... I had to say I couldn't do it. And now the fryer's, fryer was fixed, like, three days ago. Charlotte got a date. Charlotte thought that the fish and chips was the week after. And said, so I thought, well, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, sweet. We won't do... I won't do fish and chips. So here's this little song to go with that. You can stick your fish and chips right up your ass. You can stick your fish and chips right up your ass. You can stick your fish and chips. Stick your fish and chips. Stick your fish and chips right up your ass. Basically, they hold a quiz night there every month. And they haven't been able to do one for so long because of COVID, obviously. And now, no hot food will be available for it. Whoops. How do you want to go about resigning? The manager said. Charlotte put it in a very polite way and he replied, well, you could put it like that or you could just be honest. I said, OK, because of lack of support from your captain and for him trying to change people's minds, as well as a bullying micromanaging of the little turd. The honest resignation was typed up and the email was sent. Mr Wanks came up to see me about an hour after the email had been sent out. <clears throat> Clear my throat, man. Here you go. I'm sorry that it's come to this, he said. 25 years of cooking, Mr. Wanks. <laughs> if I did say that. 25 years of cooking, Mr. Wanks. 28 years in the trade. No disrespect to the club, but I've run a lot bigger places than this. I've never had stress and pressure in all like this in any of the other places that I've managed. That was a direct dig at him, which he never actually noticed. In reality, what I should have said was, this is, this is mainly your fault, mate. The ball is in our court now, babe, I said to Charlotte. We have loads of support with people saying that they're sorry that we're leaving. They can't believe it. Loads of support uh, with people saying that they're sorry to see that they were leaving. All of the guys over there are well annoyed that you're going, the barmaid said to me. 
even if they all offered to suck my cock, I still wouldn't stay. Right now, form a queue, lads, was my reply to the barmaid. She was eating cheesy chips at the time, and I think she almost choked on them. I saw the vice captain a few hours later after we had resigned. I'm sorry, but I'm calling it a day, mate. Oh, for fuck's sake, bloody Mr. Wanks, he said. Obviously his real name, the guy's real name. Yes, mate, and your captain wants us out. What? Really? No. Yes, two people have told me that. Right, he said, leave it with me. I'm going to speak with him in a bit and I'll chat to you later. Okay. We did speak later on. If I can make this right for you, as you, have, you haven't been given the chance. Major changes need to be made, I said, for us to stay. I added with, and it's not just me that you have to convince me. It's Charlotte also. I realise that. I realise that you have a family. That you have to have time off. You've got a life, etc. And it's... And his seven days working should never have happened. And that it should have been five days out of seven. But it did though. And it did happen. And I've not even done a week. And look at the hassle that we've already got after three or four days. Okay, he said, I'll have a meeting. I don't want you to go. If you do decide to go, then I'm stepping down from being captain in October. I believe the word, I believed every word that he said, as he was so angry with what's happened and was quite emotional. He seems to be a really genuine, nice guy. I'll send over emails that we've received from Mr. Wanks and any other relevant info I said to him on the sly. I was up at 4 a.m. having things that were said from the past three to four weeks constantly circling, circling around in my head. I thought, I've got to get up and put this into writing. And so I did. So I set out, so I sent a really long text in regards to things that have gone wrong, starting off, we are not perfect, we are fully aware of that. We've had also, you know, that we've had a couple of issues and we hold our hands up to them. Then there's the issues that have occurred due to the lack of communication by the club to us in regards to sponsors' food that was mentioned earlier and the other hiccups, sandwiches, amongst other ones that have happened, but nothing has just been brushed under the carpet. You know, no apologies to us. I made it clear that I didn't need that if I didn't need that kitchen for the big wedding that I will speak about in a bit, I promise, that after the three-month review, we would have walked there and then. I did make some requests slash demands. No more dealing with Mr Wanks. Ever. Five days out of seven working. Members are made aware of the pressure that we've been put under we have a, you know, we're happy with the terms and conditions and the get-out clause in the contract. The president of the club also spoke to me 
and he was just as upset as the vice captain was. I feel like you haven't been given the chance yeah. and we're very lucky to have you, is what his actual words were, which obviously meant a lot. We will, we will have a meeting with both of them and hopefully we can sort something out. We did have a meeting and and it went and it was very prob- very very promising. No more dealing with Mr. Wanks is is happening. Five days out of seven is happening. Mondays and Tuesdays are when we're not there, but we will supply. We will have food available. Obviously not hot obviously not the normal menu, but etc. Um, they gave us, they said, you know, don't rush to make your decision, you know, obviously said they, we, we want to work with you, you know, and support you, we felt that you haven't had that, and, yeah, we, we just let it all, let it all out in regards to what was, what was on our minds, why, why there's, you know, somebody, why somebody has got, has got um got the big pot and stirring it up, yeah, you know, and uh and why somebody has has had that power in the first place. But no more. No more dealing with Mr. Wanks. And five days out of seven, I'm happy with that. That's that's calling the gang. When we got home, we pretty much agreed that's what we want to do. That yeah. You know, we like working there. Last few weeks have been hard, really hard, but we don't want to go. So I've informed them that you know it looks promising that we'll be we'll be staying as long as those terms are are in there. Now onto something quite sad. An old friend of my brother's was found dead alone in his home. The only reason that he was found was because of the smell. Four months is the time that they reckon that he was in his flat alone. So, so sad, man. They think that lockdown possibly drove him paranoid, mental, I don't know. But RIP, Terry Outlaw, yeah. He wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but I thought he was all right. Now, I never thought that I'd ever see my reputation slash business on the line. But the Saturday just gone, it was. Now this wedding, now this was for a wedding that we had booked, which seems like forever ago. It's because it had been postponed four times because of Covid. Well, I, I I think that's right. I'm sure if it's, if I'm wrong, you can correct me, Dan. I can't even begin to imagine how Dan and Chloe, the newlyweds, were feeling each time that it had been that that had happened. But we finally got there in the end. Now that I've found out that Dan is a listener to this podcast, I've got to be on my best behaviour. <laughs> Sorry, Dan. More swearing. Is to follow, I'm afraid, my friend.
the venue for their wedding is in Paul Dorset on the quay, or just off of it if you want to be picky. A building built in the 13th century, a listed building. Take into account that there's no kitchen facilities in this building. Sorry, there was a sink, which had been perfect for a dwarf. Oh, and a bucket for the water to go into. And a plug. Plug-in hand wash. So I had to hire the equipment in, basically. An oven, a hob, a hot cupboard for veg, plates, etc. I do have that equipment, but to save us the hassle of lugging it, getting a van, I thought some, some other poor fucker could do it for me instead. No gas is allowed in the building either, because it's a listed building, so I had to hold in a few farts. No, not that kind of gas. Gas for, gas for cooking, of course. We also supplied a custom-made bar. The bar looks great, weighs a bit, and it's, just, and it's fucking massive. Perfect for giants. So giants and dwarfs would have been well happy. We brought in all the glasses, alcohol, etc., as it was a cash bar. We brought, all, we brought all of the food over on the day of the wedding. I was working at the club the day beforehand because of the whole seven days bollocks. Plus, I was open for service the day beforehand, whilst juggling doing prep for the wedding, as well as a function I had at the club in the evening. Literally, our car was bursting with food. So much so, I had about 10 trays on my lap, which had roasties, panna cottas, and brulees. Literally, I couldn't see over the top. I was clinging on to that, those trays for dear life. While Charlotte slowly but surely got us to the venue. We unloaded the car. Charlotte went off to grab the last bits and I carried on setting up everything. Two minutes after Charlotte had left, I tripped over, cutting my arm and breaking one of the slates that I was going to use for canapes. Great start there, Matt. Great start. Once the cavalry had arrived, my mum and her partner Peter, Amber and my sister, I noticed a problem. The oven doesn't fit the trays that I want to cook my roasties on. Reason being, it's not the oven in the original picture on their catering hire website. If I was 100% on the ball in regards to noticing it, then I would have, when they dropped it off, then I would have said something. Brilliant. So I realise I have to cook about 10 portions of roasties at a time, and we all know how long roasties take to cook. Excellent. Okay. So that's the second thing. What's number three got in store for me, guys? Come on. Then, Charlotte comes back into the kitchen in tears. She's dropped the crate with the start plates in and they're smashed. <sighs> That's number three. Thankfully, I thought to bring spares. Unfortunately, we now had the exact amount that we needed. Right, don't fucking drop any more. It was said in a joking way, of course. Then the real third bit of bad luck strikes. The electric goes out. Oven, hob, hot cupboard, nothing is now working. I start to laugh. I had to. 
I'm there prepping the canapes with my mum and Charlotte and Pete are playing plugs and extension leads with the equipment. They managed to get it back on, but after about 10-15 minutes, because there are two fridges and a freezer also plugged in, but the cod, but the hot, but the um, the hot cupboard had to be off. Temporarily, okay. I said, as long as that's on, when I need to keep my plates, roasties, veg, etc., on, then that's okay. The oven cuts out again. The freezer now has to be unplugged, and ice cream sorbets need to be put into thermo boxes. Just what you want to be doing when you're doing a million fucking jobs. I realise that we're behind in regards to the time because of obviously cooking 10 portions of roasties, etc. Yeah. And the time that they wanted the wedding breakfast. So we informed Dan straight away of the situation. And that the wedding breakfast will be put back one hour. As planned. He was very understanding. Oh yeah, a couple of bits of, a couple of, bits of um, equipment. They weren't mine, the fridges and freezers. They were actually at the venue. But that's, you know, a fridge and a freezer should be at any venue. The canapes, they go down a storm. I fed Dan one of the Jaffa Cakes canapes. Open wide, big boy, I think I said. With one member of staff down because of COVID and equipment not playing ball, I'm keeping my cool as best as I can. We're doing okay in regards to selling drinks on the bar and one one guest asked what time is food. We informed them of the new time and a couple more people ask. Okay, Pete, um, my mum's um, other half. Now, if you can hook up the hot plate for me, please, mate. I don't mind if the um, the fridges and freezers are off because they'll, you know, they'll keep the temperature for a little bit. Pete gets to work on it. The hot cupboard won't play ball. I've tried everything, Matt, and it's not working. There's too much power going in there, basically. Into there, basically. Right, guys, gather up, please. I say, at this moment, we are going down and I can't think of a way to solve this. My voice barely holding back the tears. This is the service that I don't manage to serve food is now going through my head. This is my catering business going down the drain. This is me finished as a chef. This is the time that everyone will talk about. I I felt defeated, down and out. Half an hour before we originally said service will be. So this is 3 o'clock and 3.30 is when we said we would be starting service. Dan comes down. Charlotte's talking to him outside. We're having a nightmare, Charlotte says to him. Don't say that. Don't say that. I shout out. He comes in. What's wrong, Matt? I'm trying my best, Dan. But the hot cupboards to keep all of your food won't work. The freezer won't stay on. The sorbet is now soup. The ice cream, I think, is okay. What do you need from me? He said. An hour, maybe? He raised his eyebrows. Whatever you can give me, I add. Okay, he says. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Personally, I felt like I needed a hug from the big bear. It was either that or a slap around the chops like Batman used to do, give out in the comics. I got neither of those. And then suddenly, a light bulb moment moment it was like somebody up from upstairs i mean up above in the clouds etc basically spoke to me it hit me 
I'll use the thermo boxes. It's not ideal, but it's all that I've got. At the time, there was no way I could do it. Charlotte said to me to grab some air, but I refused. I needed to find a way to fix it. I turned that frown quickly upside down. Charlotte and Tammy cracked on with the starters whilst I played mains, whilst I had mains under control. There is finally a plan B. I always say about having one. I downed a bottle of beer. I had a bloody good talking to myself. Before all of this has happened, get your shit together, Matthew. You've done this a million times, Matthew. You can do this. I repeat it over and over and over. Now all hands on deck. When we start, please. Starters were originally going to be out on the tables already. Unfortunately, that didn't happen due to obvious reasons. Mains and desserts are served. Service goes well. Service is over. The bride and groom and parents are happy. I'm happy. I had visions of this being my last fight. Last time in the kitchen because of all the emotions that I was going through. But it wasn't. I got back up and I found a solution. I don't ever want to have another week like that ever again, to be honest. I think one's enough, don't you? But here's a song. Here's another song for your lug holes. Enjoy. Hey, I can't change the way I am. And I can't change the way I think. And if, I've, and if you've offended me, well then you're still just a cunt. Still just a cunt. That's why they call me Matty Boy. I'm back. I'm back. That's why they call me Matty Boy. I'm back. I'm back. I've had times in my life of feeling down and out. But not knowing whether I'd finish a service or not, well, there shouldn't have been any doubt. This is not ideally how I'd like to be going out or even bowing out. I don't give up that easy, but my time is quickly running out. My career is going down the drain. All I feel now is pain. 28 years of being in this game is finally coming to an end. My reputation is on the line and this shit is driving me around the fucking bend. That's why they call me Matty Boy. I'm back. I'm back. That's why they call me Matty Boy. I'm back. I'm back. I was up shit creek without a paddle. Should I just go out and buy a plane ticket and go and live the rest of my life in Seattle? Have a farm and breed chickens, ducks, pigs and some cattle? What the fuck are you on about, you complete and asshole? Get your head out of the clouds, you prick. Stop throwing your fucking toys out of your pram. Look here, I found you a fucking rattle. The captain of the ship and all of his crew are surely going down. Stop, mop stop moping around and feeling sorry for yourself, you stupid fucking ass clown. My mind's trying to fix the. My mind's trying to fix the. My mind's trying to fix the issues, but there's no light at the end of the tunnel. As far as I'm concerned, I've covered every single angle. I just, I just felt like crawling into a hole, just leaving there to die alone. And the green, and the grim reaper, grim reaper, grim reaper would eventually come to take my soul. That's why they call me Matty Boy. I'm back. I'm back. That's why they call me Matty Boy. I'm back. I'm back. No fault of my own, I'm about to admit defeat. Head down with my tail between my legs. This is it for me. Then it just hits me like a smack around the face. I've got a solution to the problem now. Let's get this plan into place. Here comes my favourite magic trick. Go, go, gadget dick. Only joking and all that. i only gone and managed to pull another fucking rabbit out of my hat. No more doom and gloom. I can finally feel, feed the bride and groom. And this stressful fucking day will all be over soon. 
I can see the finish line. It's not too far ahead. My body has other ideas and says, I need my fucking bed. Service is, no, service is over and I can finally rest. Crack open a few beers. This day has, fi- has been the ultimate test. This week has been a tough one. I felt like jumping off a cliff. Now that we've called it quits, the ball is in our court now, bitch. That's why we, that's why they call me Matty Boy. I'm back, I'm back. That's why they call me Matty Boy. I'm back, I'm back. This has been Matty Boy, Bombhead, MJPJ, Matthew John, Philip Jones. I promised two songs, but I don't know if I can top that one because that one I'm fucking proud of. <laughs> That one, that one, yeah. <sighs> that sums it fucking all up. I feel a lot better. I can tell the, the tone in my voice compare, compared to how it was last week. I was fucking... Oof, I wasn't in a good place, but I am now. This has been the final episode of the Chef Tales podcast. Woohoo! Chef Tales, woohoo! And uh, and I hope you've enjoyed listening. I've always enjoyed doing these, and I don't think I, that I will stop. Because it's my way of expressing myself. Take care. Stay safe. Peace. Life's like a box of chocolates. Here in Shepherd, little spatulas, wooden spoons. It's a shepherd. He might make history. Some people would disagree. Oh, it's Chef Tales. Woo! Kitchens can be scary. Yo, we could slip on some dairy. Oh no, there goes Mary Berry. Oh, it's Chef Tales. Woo! These are genuine real tales. None of them include the eight gas mail. They are all chef tales. Ooh, chef tales. Woohoo. Every day he's making chef tales. Woohoo.